Welcome to a new episode of the Soccer and Fitness Show with your host and creator of the podcast, Sean Spencer. This is episode 66 and also the first episode of 2023. So the first, the last episode that I put out was on Gareth Southgate and that was back in December. Since then, a lot's happened so I will update you with everything that's been going on shortly. We're going to talk a little bit about the MLS and coaching. Coaching, where I'm at at the moment, what I'm, what I'm sort of doing and what I've been doing. And yeah, we'll catch everybody up. And hopefully this should be a nice start to what is going to be season two. So as is tradition on this podcast, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. But normally I have a beer or two whilst doing the recording of this and season two is going to be no different. So the beer that we've got at the moment is one called PNW, a great majestic taste and it's from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, pretty cheap. Got it from PCC, which is not a cheap store, but it's $7.99 for six big cans. Uh, but I've actually just finished that. So we're going to be drinking. I'm going to open it now. It's from Stoop Brewery. It's a robust porter, and I've got one pint of it. Again, from PCC here in Seattle. Uh, let's have a look at this. Oh, yeah. And the brewery is from Seattle, Stoop Brewing. So, yeah, it's at that time of the year now, sort of coming up to spring, but the weather is still very much winter. So, porters, stouts, they're um, definitely on the cards. So, sit back, relax, and cheers. All right, here we go. So I'm just going to pour my um, porter. I've got a Christmas stein that I'm that I'm putting it in because it's um, it's one of them steins that's like a whatever it is porcelain or whatever they're made out of, but basically not see through because I'm in the conference room of my new apartment. So I've got a fancy, fancy podcast studio now. If you are new to the podcast, I used to actually uh, record this in a walk-in closet because it was soundproof and out the way, and it was kind of perfect, to, to be honest. Um, so yeah, we're in, we're in the conference room here at the apartment complex. It's really nice. It's absolutely boiling in this room. Um, I've got some blinds to my right. I've put them down because the mail room is directly sort of behind me and everybody walks past and pretty, pretty nosy. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much where we are. So we moved last Wednesday from one apartment to a new apartment, which was two miles away. Not too bad in terms of driving. If you are a regular, you will remember that I came from, from Houston to Seattle. Massive, massive drive. Um, so this one was a lot easier, just two miles down the road. Um, but the tricky bit was filling the U-Haul up and moving everything in and out of the U-Haul 
into, into the new apartment. Now, if you remember, I left you in December and I was actually in quite a bad way uh, with my Achilles tendon rupture. So what happened, just a quick highlight, on the 9th of December, I had Achilles tendon rupture surgery. And that was after injuring myself, I think it was the 19th of November, playing soccer, I was playing centre-back, my calf and my Achilles was tightening up over the course of two weeks, um, ignored it, and then eventually it, it snapped. Now... I think the next episode, what I'm going to talk about is three days later, after I snapped my Achilles, I was traveling to Tenerife to coach professionally for a week during the, the World Cup break. Now, I did it. I did it with a, a ruptured Achilles. I actually watched the, the training session back recently because all the sessions were recorded and I honestly can't believe I was walking around. Uh, well, I say walking around. Um, I was using that right leg almost like a, a crutch. There was sort of no function with the foot, obviously, because the Achilles wasn't wasn't attached. Um, but yeah, somehow managed managed to get through that week. A lot of ibuprofen, painkillers, um, one, one thing or another. And looking at it now, I think I might have been in denial a little bit for for a couple of weeks. But yeah, that was that. We're now at 12 weeks. This week, as I'm recording, it is Tuesday. Uh, Friday will mark 13 weeks. The 12th week was a um, significant, significant um sort of checkpoint because that's when the tendon should be healed. So now it's a case of strengthening it and lengthening it and all that good stuff. Um, but the reason for the delay with with the podcast was when, when I first got injured and I knew I was going to have the surgery and, and all that stuff, I knew the first couple of weeks were going to be difficult. And then after that, I thought the biggest issue was going to be the fact that, you know, I can't I can't walk and it's going to take time to come back to walk, which definitely was an issue. But the thing that I didn't take into account was energy and how draining everything everything was. Um so for the first first five weeks, first six weeks, you know. You would you would do your normal sort of daily stuff, but by three o'clock, I was like completely completely drained. Now I had to go back to work after I think it was six weeks. I was still in I was still in the boot at this time. I was able to walk with the boot. The boot goes from obviously from your toes all the way up to up to your knee, um, and it's a giant cumbersome type thing and then what I also had to buy was a leveler which attached to my left shoe which basically made me like an inch an inch taller to balance out my left and right leg now when I went back to coaching again I knew it was going to be difficult in terms of like I can't get around the field um, so I had to take my chair and everything but what 
one of the hardest things was actually just doing something in in the evening uh, and also driving driving i hadn't like drove for you know eight weeks so all these all these things sort of added up and and i had a little bit of a tough time i got got sick a few times i think i've been sick like three times in the past 12 weeks um but as of i would say last last week last monday um was the first the first day the first week where i felt like my energy is somewhat normal which is a, a really nice feeling um and then obviously like i said we moved into the apartment so it's about now going into spring i want to get this podcast going regularly get some episodes up there which is really easy for me to do now i just booked the conference room super simple get the elevator down two floors and um yeah just start recording so but the first thing i want to talk to everybody about today um i think it's fitting is it's the start of the mls so yeah i'm just going to jump into my experience of that first week of the mls and we'll take it from there so a week ago was the opening weekend of the mls season 2023 um and i had i had mixed feelings on on the new season now before before you sort of start jumping to conclusions and you're like oh it's just an english person that's going to complain about the mls and that, that it doesn't have promotion and relegation uh well partly true but what i want to try and frame this as is an american an american league and trying to best understand it for for what it is now as as somebody who watches pretty much whatever leagues i can syria i watch that the dutch league english league um and within that the premier league you know championship league one league two and even the conference i pay attention to the lower leagues in in england so the you know the conference north conference south and a couple of local ones with teams that i sort of grew up playing for and stuff like that um and the mls i'm i'm sort of always been like confused with the competitive nature of it i think is the best way to put it and like what the actual point is so and by that what i mean is so there's 15 teams there's 15 teams in the Eastern Conference. And then in the Western Conference, there's 14 teams. So 29 teams total. From them teams, seven of them automatically make the playoffs. Then there is two spots for the final series playoffs. And then the Eastern Conference, it's the same thing. Top seven made the playoffs, and then two will fight it out for the playoffs. So, you know, you've got over got over 14 teams that are going to make it into 
the MLS Cup. So with that, you've got a lot of games to play throughout the season, but then the actual league doesn't really mean anything because you can you could scrape in finishing ninth in the league and still win the MLS Cup. Now that would be fine if it were if it was in the sort of context of you know like in in England you might have a team that you know is eighth or ninth or tenth in the league and you know they make it to the FA Cup final win the FA Cup understand that but the thing that matters in in them leagues since you know all the major leagues across the world is winning the title winning the league that is the, the the number one on top of that you have the champions league so you know you've got champions league it's arguably the number one prize in 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 soccer in europe and then underneath that a close second you have winning the league depending on what that team's done previously. So you take Man City, for example. Man City have won the league a host of times, and the big one they want is the Champions League. Now, for Liverpool, Liverpool had won the Champions League, um, but were chasing the Premier League. So the big thing was winning the Premier League for Liverpool. But in, in America, it's very different. The, the prize is... The uh, what's it called now? The the series, the final series, uh, the MLS Cup. So that's the that's the tricky thing. So I understand in America. So let's take let's have a look at um, what have we got? The NFL, for instance. So the NFL, you've got the top spot will then make it through, typically, will make it through to the um, to play for the Super Bowl, the playoffs. Um, and then within that, you have the division champions, and then you have spaces for the wild cards. But each one of them leagues has only, you know, four teams, Mostly, yeah. So you've got the NFC East, four teams. NFC West, four teams. North, four teams. Four teams there. And then and then you have the American Football Conference. Yeah, same, same deal. So making it through is a lot more trickier. Yeah, so each each one of them leagues is is smaller, four teams in in each one of them uh, divisions, and then they go on to compete to try and get to the Super Bowl, and that makes sense. I understand that format. Same with Major League Baseball. Um, you got the same the same thing. These smaller leagues, and you're trying to finish in top spot or trying to gain the the wild cards to to get through. Now, I think the issue at the moment, I don't know if they're going to they're going to change this anytime soon, but I just think there's too many teams in the MLS league because they have this eastern and and west. Um with so many in that league 
that are you know going to make the essentially the you know the playoffs and then and then the cup so which takes away from the league basically so you you know you're looking at it and you can have a pretty terrible season and still make it into the playoffs so it's almost like well, you know what's the point in the league where you know the NBA the NFL um, MLB with them small leagues it's a lot more difficult to to, to make it into the playoffs um, which makes the you know them them mini leagues more exciting. An example of that is again I'm I'm pretty new to American sports, but I can appreciate sport for for what it is, and I can I can get on board with stuff, and I can I can enjoy it. Um, and that's what happened this year with the the Seahawks. You know, being in Seattle, followed the Seahawks. Um, Trying to, to to sort of make that wild card spot and uh, to get into into the playoffs, and even though they had a relatively decent season, you know it, it came down to the last game, and that was the same with the the Mariners, the baseball. You know they they had a very good season, but it was it was close and it was very very difficult to make it into the playoffs. Um, you know, and it had been over ten years since they had last been into the playoffs. So getting there is is first and foremost difficult, and it makes it makes the season you know a little bit more important than what I'm personally seeing with with the MLS, which which is a shame. Um, and again, I don't know if this is the aim of the MLS because you know it's it's growing, it's relatively um, in its infancy compared to compared to other leagues. But I think now there's there's enough there's enough teams to make this happen. Um, so yeah, that is that's what I struggle with a little bit with Major League Soccer. Um, Apple, I actually got a upgrade for my iPhone, which meant then I got three, three months free. That's a lot of THs and Fs, um, of Apple TV. So the other week I got it, got it downloaded and everything turned it on and the MLS obviously have done this deal with with Apple so all the games are on on Apple and you get the season pass and you can watch all the games in one place which in itself um you know I don't mind I think the issue with it is the fact that you've got to get Apple TV and then you've got to pay extra on top of it for um for the MLS were you know if you've already got ESPN and you've got like NBC or Peacock or whatever, you know, you've already got like the championship and uh, Premier League and Serie A and Dutch League and all these other, all these other leagues. Um, are you going to pay extra to get MLS? I think the hardcore MLS people, yes. Are you going to get them um, people in the middle? I'm not too sure, to be honest, uh, and that—that's my problem. I watched the first the first week of it, and then now, do I want to pay extra for Paramount to watch the Champions League, 
or do I want to pay more for Apple to watch the MLS? You know, it's a, it's a no-brainer for, for me. I got Paramount to watch uh, the Italian League and, and to watch the, the Champions League. So, again, that's another issue. I thought the first week when I was watching, it looked good. It was easy to use. Um, having no blackouts was nice. If you are outside of America, blackouts is a bizarre thing um, that I still technically don't really understand. Um, if you're in the city of the team, so like Seattle, if Seattle Sounders were on in the past and I'm in Seattle, like I couldn't watch the game, but I could watch it if I was in California. It's It was all very, very, very bizarre. The baseball has the same thing. Um, so yeah, and I, and I thought I thought it looked good. I think the stadiums of the MLS are looking good now. Um, it's good to see the fans are getting getting behind it, and it and it is growing. I just think for me, uh, it's just the competitiveness of of that league or the point of the league, which which is the the issue. Um, again, I'll, I'll talk about this soon because it's going to start soon. But the the USL Championship. I've I've really enjoyed that. Certainly last year, started watching um, Oakland Roots because I know I know a few of the people there, so I started watching that and really really like the league. Um, and again, you can't help but think or see that it was a lot more competitive. Every game was competitive and all the players seemed to want to win and there seemed to be more on it. Um, but at the same time, you're thinking, well, like, that's got to be because they want to step up. You know, they want to try and get into um, a team abroad or make it into the MLS where the MLS doesn't just, just doesn't have that intensity in regular games. Um, but, you know, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they finish um, bottom, second to bottom. There's no, there's no um, penalties for that. They just miss out on on the playoffs. And again, chances of missing out on the playoffs are pretty slim because so many teams make it in anyway. So yeah, that's. I think that's my sort of not so much a rant. I think it's. Um, I think it's a, a, a valid a valid point. I really would like to be able to enjoy it and to and to get into it, but um, yeah, there are a couple of the, the the stumbling blocks for me. So it's not necessarily like oh, I'm English and I want this. I want all leagues to look like how they do uh, back in England and this pyramid structure. Um, I can totally get on board with you know, like uh, NFL or MLB style setup. I don't, I think it will look pretty good. So we'll see. And again, I know there's been talks of of um, changing changing this. So yeah, we'll we'll go from there and, and we'll see what's what. Um, yeah, that's that's about it for today's today's episode. Like I said, just getting just getting back into it, seeing what this room's like. Um, just going over a couple of things, and then and then moving forward. There's there's a whole host of topics 
that that I want to want to get into. And like I said, now that I've sort of got my setup and and everything going, we we can get into it. Um, if you would like to comment or send a message to me, the best place to do that is on Twitter. I'm at the Spencer, capital T. Spencer with a capital S, S-P-E-N-C-E-R. And yeah, I will be back soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.